0: All right, welcome back to another edition of Dhamma and Maja. Dama and Maja, yes, we are here to do this thing. Yes, where we talk about everything from truth to illusion and all of the trials and tribulations of life in between. Everything
1: in between. What comes between those two things? A lot. A lot.
0: Yeah, surprisingly. Sur- why is it surprising? It's not really. I was just, <laughs> I, I was just saying that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess it's just surprising all of the, the things that can come up that you don't think of. You know, of what we think is truth, uh, what illusion is. You know, there's because there's it's really hard to differentiate between the two, especially these days. Well, okay, you
1: know, that's interesting. So we're talking about, you know, the we, the title of the podcast is, is "Dama." is like duty or your role or whatever. But then truth, and so there's just some kind of bearing there on truth. So it's an interesting contrast we picked in the title of the of the freaking show. But I know you want to talk about truth too today.
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly the thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're the the, the title of our podcast is on truth and illusion. Well, it's it's duty. is Dhamma is duty and illusion. And,
1: well, oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe we should start this
0: over. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I
1: think we can just keep going. <laughs> right. so Totally. Yeah, so, no, so totally. You've got duty, duty, truth. I think what kind of slipped out there maybe felicitously. Uh-huh. Happily. It's a lot of fucking syllables for for happy, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Solicitously? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Verbosity, all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's really interesting. I think in this in in this space too, George, like of self-development, self-help, this guy I follow who talks, his name is Stephen Gardner, He talks about, or Stephen Gardner, talks about how like everybody in this space of self-development is like He's, he's like, these people are all, like, spiritual narcissists. Mm, like, yeah. and they will use, like, all kinds of stupid language. Platitudes. Platitudes and, of course, plat- platitudes are, like, their bread and butter. The,
0: yeah, exactly. Bread and Absolutely. butter. Absolutely. Just, it's what they, it's what they reside in. Just slather it on. Totally. If you
1: don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. That's like that's just like go. a litany of inspirational quotes. Yeah. That, that, or, you know, there's so much of it. It's, uh-huh. And it's so... There's so much complexity in terms of actually analyzing and understanding the issues that are at stake, mm-hmm. and it gets obfuscated. Yeah, and big time. That's what we're talking about. Big today, time. Yeah?
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome, man. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're working on our um, on our introductions here, but I am George. And I'm James. And this is what we're here to talk about. Today's episode is on truth. Truth. And what a big topic. Yeah. and what it means uh, you know what it means to live in truth, basically to discover truth, you know part of that is on the flip side to um, free oneself of illusion and how we can find that and live in it in today's day and age, which is uh, is something that is increasingly, as you said, obfuscated. Right, I mean, you know, we're looking at uh, big tech censorship these days. was something that we were talking about off the air. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing so much of that, um, you know, in terms of moderating what they believe people can say and can't say.
1: Well, and so I, and, and this is something that I, in integrity to myself, I have to like say is that I'm for a good deal of that. Okay, so but, a good deal of what, censorship? Yeah, I am. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And so we can, but we can, we can explore the issue, but I wanna hear yeah, more totally. about what you have to say.
0: Well, because the, the question is where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. You know, and who's drawing the line? Mm-hmm. And what is, um, you know, the moderator's line of truth? You know, yeah. and, and so how are we allowing these people to determine for us what truth is? You know, And I, I mean, I think one of the biggest parts of that that I've uncovered for myself is a difference between what I understand to be personal truth and universal truth. And okay. I think that personal truth can become sort of like a, a, a cultural or collective truth that has nothing the fuck to do with universal truth at all. But it's something that people – you know, sort of collectively, collectively agree upon in one circle or another, and then that becomes the narrative. You know, because we're seeing so much of 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 truth as narrative. You know, like what's being told, what's being sold, and um, you know, who is uh, abiding by that?
1: Well, and I, and I think that there's a there's a really deep existential problem here too that we need to we should try and appreciate, right? Yeah, and the problem is. Um, <clears throat> reality and, and consensus, as well as reality as consensus, right? Uh-huh. So we talk right. about agreements, right? And we talk about, we can talk about pacts and promises, and we can talk about how human beings and human life only really works, you know, um, insofar as people can come to an accord, right? And can come uh-huh. to an agreement, can get on the same page, right? And then we, and then we talk about, um, objective reality, quote unquote, right? And, mm-hmm. and I agree there is such a thing, but by the same token, like, it can be really difficult, um, to, to, <laughs> Like, we, we don't really
0: have unmediated access
1: to objective reality in, in many cases, right?
0: Right, totally. Because we're, I mean, we live in this subconscious or sub uh, subjective reality, right? Like, you know, everybody has their own version of what they believe is true. And in this sort of uh, narcissistic society we live in, it's like, if I believe it, it must be true.
1: You know well i mean and is it just a question of people being narcissistic i i don't i don't know that that's the case right and and i think and is it just a question of society being narcissistic i, I mean i think i think human beings i are pri- <laughs> so this is from freud like we have what's called you know, he called it primary narcissism right okay um and and basically it's like you know we but that's like our first that's like the base layer of our existence is narcissism,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: It's like yeah. we are at, at the like very, At the very, very low, low level, we are pleasure-seeking animals, right? Yeah, you know, we're pleasure-seeking animals. We, uh-huh. we we move towards pleasure and away from pain, totally. In the same way a planarian worm does, right? Right, right? And like yeah, yeah you totally. know, and, and this is justifiably sub- so. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a substrate of our of our of our existence, right? And so. Uh-huh. I guess the question becomes like, well, okay, we're human beings. We have these quote unquote rational faculties, right? We have, we have these complicated, you know, um, brains and this cognitive apparatus and we have this ability to apprehend truth, right?
0: Well, maybe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, and so like how can we let that help us to correct course and, and, uh, yeah like what is objective truth is there such a thing right this, this this all gets very hairy very quickly doesn't it yeah totally totally but you were saying
0: Mark. um yeah so i mean i guess getting back to the topic of censorship i mean it's such a touchy subject these days because there's increasingly more of it and um i mean if we if we want to go into something i'm i'm a bit uh passionate about which is in the context of of like health and health freedom you know there's uh this single narrative of what health is you know and and what it takes to be healthy and in the world of post-covid it's like anything that is considered natural is um is, is like is invalid you know and and it's there's basically an edict coming from our our western medicine big pharma uh, industrial complex that is dictating what health is but there's this underlying profit motive that's driving it you know and, and if you look at the the um, you know who's who owns like the patents for uh for the can i even say vaccines i don't know are we going to get flagged for that <laughs> i mean it's a legitimate it's a legitimate concern cuz if you write something about vaccines like it either must be um in line with the like cdc or who narrative or it might be flagged and removed well i mean but there's a reason
1: for that right okay right? and 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 the re- the reason is like this is this is the government's best attempt Right. This is, this is like, this is, this is the effort that, that the government, which presides over, you know, is responsible for regulating people. Like that's, that this is their attempt, their effort to, to, um, stomp this disease out. Right. Right. Sure. Okay. And and I know, I know like you don't, you don't agree. Right. And so, and so this is, this is an interesting um, point for us. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and so I, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm in- eager to see how, how, how this one plays out too, because, because <laughs> I think, I think, you know, I definitely am, I'm not. Against the ex- va- vaccines, I know you are right. Well, that's out. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no sense in beating around the bush. Yeah, for sure. But you know what's cool is that we can actually have a discussion about
0: it. Yeah, yeah, right? definitely, exactly. Okay,
1: and, and so and so, I guess this we can make a disclaimer like this is not like pro vaccination and it's not against vaccination. Our our, our official stance, right? Right. Okay, and we Officially. can just put it out there. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. And and so any any uh, anything that's uh, that's sort of maybe interpreted otherwise is just for entertainment purposes, right? Totally. Okay. Cool. Just for
0: entertainment purposes. <laughs> All right. You do your own research. <laughs> okay. Cool. And don't use Google. <laughs> All right. Because <Cool. laughs> Google's is another, uh, you know, it, it's another minefield. Do you really you think know? Google's controlled by something? Well, they're algorithmically filtering out information that runs contrary to what, like the CDC edicts are. You know, and that's easy to see, you know, if you do a search for, for something that, that, that involves like COVID or vaccines or anything with those keywords, Uh then it's going to filter out anything that doesn't fall in line with the official, um, official narrative. Then how are you finding this stuff? Uh, well I mean you can use DuckDuckGo Is another okay. uh, another search engine That doesn't you're have you're the same anti, Anti-vax
1: rhetoric isn't available On
0: Google um, it, Not really not really. Mm, like, that's interesting. You maybe have to go to page three, four, yeah. or five, and then in that, if you um, if you're searching for, you're generally going to find articles by mainstream uh, media sources like you know USA Today or Reuters or Associated Press, mm-hmm. where they are you know quote unquote fact checking or debunking um, any kind of anti-vaccine sentiment. Well, you know? I
1: mean, and and so I mean, I mean, look, so. So let's just, let's just, maybe I can, inter- I can ask you a hypothetical, right? Like mm-hmm. these are, these are sort of the long arms of the state mm-hmm. in so many ways. Right. I agree. Totally. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Right. And, and, and they're trying to enforce an agenda for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And so the question becomes whether or not the agenda is harmful or helpful. Um, the other question is this, Right. And this is a more general political question that I think is really interesting for us to explore with this episode. Yeah. And and it's this: it's like Does the wise politician always capitulate to what the populace wants, right? Does the does the wise politician um can't the can't the wise politician like they need to use Maneuvers that include deception, that include manipulation.
0: Well, I guess it goes back to the question of if the public, if if the, um, you know, the the representative is still considered a public servant. You know, I mean, it would it, it would previously be a, a, a basic understanding that anybody in office is. Elected by the populace. Mm -hmm. And so they would be governing as a, as a representation of the, the populace's um, needs. Sure.
1: But so, and and this is a really interesting question for me, especially in my line of work, Mm. because I have to care for people's needs. Right. 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 And so I see where
0: you're going with this already. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. <laughs> well, they don't know what's best for them. They really don't. <laughs> they're hiring right. People right. don't, right? right? But you're but but they're paying you money. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain assumption that they mm-hmm. know that you know something, but that they don't that you're offering to but them.
1: Money's also power. And it's the same thing with with electing your unelected official. Right. Mm-hmm. We elect them because of their expertise. Right. We elect them because they they know better. Right. So, it's, it's – you're, you're acquiescing power
0: to somebody else. Well, how do they know better? Well, they better know better. I mean, because we're sort of electing them as a moral representative, you know? And, and they're not – okay, some, some uh, like senators are doctors, mm-hmm. you know? And in a respect, they absolutely know better than many people because they – have a history of working in that field. Yeah. You know, whether it be in, um, you know, like emergency care or they're like a cardiologist or, or whatever, you know, they, they obviously have some kind of expertise that has um, brought them to a place of, um, you know, higher regard. Yeah. But that's not every, that's not every Senator or, or representative. I mean, look at somebody like, you know, I'm just going to say AOC, you know, Alexandria, Alexandria, uh or ocasio Cortez was a bartender before she became a, a, a representative in the house. Yeah, I mean you know, and like,
1: she, she also graduated from Harvard.
0: But so Okay, this, okay, uh, okay fine. side and fine. I don't I,
1: I don't I don't favor Ortiz. I don't I don't know enough about her. Yeah Cortez. To, to, yeah I'm sorry Cortez. <laughs> I can't even don't even know her last name. Yeah it's all good. That's how much I know. You're you know right. but, but I know I know she she had like a poly side degree from Harvard. Okay. But okay. So, but so so look. So I mean this is kind of just the way that government and politics works. Right. And this is, this is governance. And it's, I mean, the, the the way it works too is, is with like, you know, like children that are born to parents, like, like we have, whether we like it or not, we have to trust the parents authority. Granted, like, you know, we don't, we don't like, we don't make it out of that, you know, our upbringings, you know, Without, you know, being formed in ways that are sort of irreversible, you know, in many cases, right? Totally, totally. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's a, absolutely. It's, 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 but it's, it's the same sort of thing where it's like, um, we are, we are
0: as children, as we're subjects of the state. Our governments are to some parents. Yeah. yeah, well, this is an yeah.
1: argument that, that Socrates actually launched in the Crito. Where he was arguing why it was just fine for him to have his life taken, so maybe maybe, right.
0: maybe it's a kill me, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, good. So, um, but uh, but I mean, so maybe that's fuel for your fire, there, George.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I guess. So let's bring it back to the context of truth, okay? Yeah. And, and what is truth, and then um, who are these people who are representing us? to um be the sort of mediators and um and and like uh what's the word i don't know um help me out here just these uh arbiters what's yeah arbiters of truth yeah you know and and when you go into the uh like historical and classical teachings of uh of truth you know It's a question of what these, um, you know, how how these representatives are um, acting in concert with these truths, you know? Of course, we have a sort of Christian-based, you know, uh, government, you know, where, of course, yeah, it's, it's secular, but a lot of these representatives are christian or catholic and naturally their morals and their um you know their sense of truth is coming from that and i feel that it's it's very flawed because it's operating in a general understanding that there's like a savior and a saved and so somebody's got a savior complex you know because that's that's the sort of moral model that they've been raised in you know
1: so so you're you're. so i guess what i'm distilling from this is like you don't think it's any it is the government's job or business to try and tell
0: you like that you should be vaccinated right well i mean personally look look yeah. like when i see when i see a um a directive that is Single-mindedly focused on vaccination, and doesn't take into account into account for one people's natural immunity, um, for two uh, nutrition and the value of nutrition, and three the ability for people to make uh, choices for themselves. Then, I discern that there is another motive going on you know and I mean we know that some of these people have uh, you know they have stock in say Moderna and Pfizer and I'm sure you can look that up and I believe it's the NIH who holds a joint patent of the uh, Moderna COVID vaccine so you can look that up
1: well and that's fine but like let's just talk about let's just say um let's let's look at this hypothetical Let's say let's say that COVID isn't that virulent. Let's say, you know, you're, you're saying that there's like these pernicious things happening behind behind the scenes. You know, I get it. But let's talk about like the influenza pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Or, mm-hmm. or not, not? Or polio. There we go. Let's yeah, talk about polio. Yeah. Okay, polio. Right. Um, so basically, it was vaccination that like saved the day with that one, right? Okay. Like, and and without vaccination, like. Millions, millions of people would have been like
0: permanently paralyzed, mm-hmm. right, 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 um, permanently paralyzed or dead. Now I don't know enough about about the polio epidemic, yeah, you know, well, to make a to to make an honest. But let's just let's just, informed. It just it just it's it, it, it just
1: gives an it just gives a single example, right? Okay. So and let's just talk about let's just let's just be Let's say let's say that that Ooh. that uh, that the. Uh, the that covid itself or or the coronavirus the novel coronavirus was like was even more virulent and fatal than it was right right do you think in that case that it would be wrong for the government to use mechanisms of, of censorship against narratives against you know vaccination right do you, do you think that it would be wrong for them to push the agenda of vaccination let's just let's just let's just say that this thing was like so virulent and so deadly right like
0: well you know what honestly james like it's really hard to say because that's not what's actually happening you know we can we can put conjecture out there as much as we want and and there's so many different directions we can go with that but where we are now I feel is is most important because it's what is happening. You know? So so like, like, yeah, if it was way worse and there were people dying in the street and the bodies piled up, bring people out people your dead. Bodies were piled up. Bodies
1: bodies were piling up, right? And so there's, if you look at what was going on in New and, York,
0: right? Okay, in New York and in certain places, right? But but New York is like one place out of, of of how many? And and the other thing is like. Our you know, dear leader Cuomo's, um, you know, directives to uh, to corral all of those patients in nursing homes was something that proved to be absolutely disastrous because they were the most, you know, uh, the elderly were the most at risk, and so those are naturally going to be the first people to die. And he was first sending people from from hospitals into nursing homes and you know i mean it just it proved to be absolutely uh disastrous
1: yeah and and like there's going to be failures like in these kinds of situations for certain
0: totally but to use that as a bar for the rest of the country and say oh well bodies are piling up is like well there was one place where it wasn't just
1: one place though
0: like, but that was the one, like, can you think of another place where it was absolutely like you know a complete travesty that um you know that that people were were dying in droves besides New York?
1: I mean, like it was happening in the world, it was happening, it happened in Italy, it happened and
0: the out- and, and it happened and, in and, a and bunch a of other. It showed Co- that, countries. that have the have who a other- dying though in el- in, the, in in Italy yeah. were the elderly. The average age was like eighty six or something, you know. Yeah, but then younger people were starting to contract it. Contract right. it, but contraction is a is a totally different ball game than dying, you know, because you can have and this is this is another thing. So when you want to bring it back to truth, okay, what is being told? Okay, when you're being infected. You may or may not have symptoms, but when people were being uh, tested here in the last year, they were using a method that uh, that had a very high positivity rate and and a very high false positivity rate. So people who were asymptomatic, who were quote unquote infected, had no symptoms. Like how bad is it when you know there's there's like. Let's say 150,000 people who, who contract the virus have no symptoms, you know, but those are being counted as cases. I can have it right now and I have no idea. Does that make me sick? Does that make it a case? Or is that just my natural immunity that has the ability to fight it off without me even knowing it? And then from there, you know, to, to just kind of extrapolate from that, do I need a vaccine because I have natural immunity and natural immunity is proven when it's, it's in the organic process of uh killer T cell immunity, you know, which, which has a much longer term, uh, you know, rate of, um, of efficacy, you know, that's time tested. Like we've, we've. We've seen what uh, T cell immunity can do, you know, for the longevity of somebody's immune system, you know, versus like something that hasn't been, hasn't been tested, you know, for more than six months. You see what I'm saying?
1: I think, well, I, and so
0: the question just
1: becomes- I know, I just kind of like, <laughs> yeah,
0: I went through a whole process in a minute here. Well,
1: the question just becomes like, like just more generally to me, Okay. Like is, is, is censorship ever something that can actually be beneficial to the populace? And I think it's absolutely the
0: case. Right.
1: So let's get off the question of the coronavirus. Sure. sure yeah. Okay. So, and let's, let's talk about uh, what's, what's been going on in America since the Columbine incident.
0: Mm. Right. Okay.
1: And so what, what happened there with freedom of the press, right? Freedom to broadcast. Right, that single event being shown pornographically, more or less video footage, mm-hmm. you know, like all over news because it gets the the ratings up there and all that right. shit. Right? Yeah. It spawned off a different kind of epidemic. It's happening right now, right? Of school shootings, yeah, mass mass shootings, and this is this is how the rest of the world knows America, right? It's a joke at this right. point, yeah. And so in that case. What do you think, man? Do you think censorship might have been the wise course?
0: Well, I mean, I think there's there's a big there's a big push with gun control. Oh, there's 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 been a big push with gun gun control for a long time. Well, I mean, I, know. I, I And gun control, like, that's not not even. I'm not too concerned about that personally. Uh huh.
1: Right. I don't. I don't care. And I'm. I'm more. I'm probably more on your side. Of gun control, as far mm-hmm. as like you know. It's may or may not solve the problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah. What I'm interested in is in is censorship. Okay. Right.
0: Well, so but, but, <laughs> but, but, specify, like what's the censorship that you're that you're asking about? Like what I'm, what I'm
1: saying is that like the news media, it could have been there could have been a directive to conceal. Right? To conceal what? To conceal the dissemination of the event, the fact that it happened. Mm-hmm. Right? There could have been a directive to conceal that. No, we don't do that in America. Freedom of the press.
0: And concealing our, and concealing. concealing the
1: fact that the Columbine event happened instead of broadcasting them every single screen every single news
0: media channel right well I don't think that's a matter of censorship necessarily I think that's a matter of like that was censorship the value of the, of the of the of the the media and what they you know what they uh you know but what I'm what, what I'm they, saying what is they that,
1: publish for ratings and yeah and and so what I'm saying is that in that kind of an instance we can see that the government could have come in and made an attempt to censor, right? That's all I'm saying,
0: right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And that would be the government, to my mind, that would be the government doing its job and concealing the truth.
0: Yeah. Well, it's an interesting case of like where, where something maybe should have been censored, but it wasn't.
1: Yeah. And but there's lots of things like that, right? And and so, and so it's 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 a deeper question than just the pandemic, right? at this point yeah it's a deeper question than just you know um my opinion your opinion our perspectives on on you know what's happening with the with the uh the pandemic you know and Mm -hmm. and illness health whatever um you know the, the prevailing narrative versus you know Alt narratives, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a question of like you mean versus truth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, so and, and so that's and that's that's an interesting dispute too. Is is I don't I don't think that the prevailing narrative is always false per se, right? Right. Um, but um,
0: but they did. I mean, there was there CNN had uh, had Charlie Chester, who was the technical director. Uh, well, they didn't have him, but but. Charlie Chester, the CNN uh, technical director, went out on five dates with this girl, who was in secret working for Project Veritas, and she was recording him the whole time on the dates. And are you aware of this? No, and, and George, I, I think that my my issue is just like all of the
1: stuff like that. When when I hear it from you, what I'm hearing is like these are these themselves are narratives that seem tainted, right? In in terms of it seems like. Someone is looking for any, any little thing they can do to any piece of information that can confirm a bias or a suspicion or a, a desire for something to be true ahead of time. I understand. Right? I understand. That's, that's, that's what I'm seeing. That's what I hear. Right? Right. And, right. And so, um, but, you know, still like to the deeper question, I think, right. The question to me is like when it comes to these kinds of things, right? Is it always a good thing for people to know the truth in every instance, right? Is it always, is freedom of expression always a good thing, right? Like, isn't, it, isn't it even, isn't even incumbent upon us to censor ourselves. Isn't that woven into the fabric of existence,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: That's like, right. that's part of being a human being is like, you can't just always say and do the things that you want to, or that, or that, or that seem Right in the moment,
0: right? Yeah, sure. I get that. I totally get that. You know, and I, I self censor often. We, ha- <laughs> we, we have to. You know, I, I, um, there's there's an old uh, there's an old saying. Actually, it's um, it's Hermes, who says, uh, "The lips of wisdom are closed, except to the ears of understanding." Okay, and it's super simple, but it's like you know it's something that i've learned in um my dissemination of truth to people is to just shut the fuck up unless people are open to hear something For because sure. otherwise i'm wasting my breath yeah you know and that is what i understand to be a universal principle you know something that they they teach about in in um the sort of secret teachings or esoteric teachings you know hermetic uh tenets and um, and even go into like Freemasonry and those secret societies, like they are um, adept in these um, in in these uh, teachings. But um, so so the question is, you know, when are people ready to hear the truth? Like, how open are people to hear that truth? And the thing is, there are uh, there are things, pieces of information that are being told and disseminated that, that, uh, you know, the, the populace listens to and accepts as truth, but another saying, another one of these platitudes, um, but it's something you won't hear in a, uh, or, or read in an inspirational teaching is that a half truth always leads to a full lie. You know, if it's not the truth, then it's, it's a lie.
1: You know, I, you know, I. and and so that's interesting because and, I, and, and
0: then here's the, then, then, I can't
1: agree, but keep going.
0: But, but, but then listen, like we have to understand too, what is the motive to like, is it for your own good, you know, for us to withhold truth? You know, you go into, uh, we, we talk about, you know, UFO disclosure as well. Like that's something that has, has started to, um, gain a lot of steam in the last three, four years since 2017, when, um, you know, the Pentagon reluctantly verified and released, uh, official Navy footage of the USS Nimitz, you know, they had these, um, the tic-tac things. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. And, you know, up until 2017, that was, that was considered, um, complete and utter conspiracy theory to, to talk about. And anybody who is talking about UFOs or aliens was completely batshit crazy, you know, but now it's on every major news network. Well, it's and part of the reason it's on valid.
1: it, the, the part of the reason there, there is because it's, it's super sensational too,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> but, but why, yeah it's super sensational, but why up to 2017 was it completely null and void from any mainstream media?
1: Well, because it
0: hadn't had its time yet, right? But but there were plenty of reports of it. This has been documented. <laughs> the, the UFOs have been documented since the forties.
1: I mean, they've perhaps been documented from before,
0: right? A hundred percent. I mean, but what is but, it? The, the but, Da Vinci was a Da Vinci painting or or, but, or Michelangelo but, but or look, something like? Uh,
1: <laughs> what is a UFO though? What is a UFO though?
0: Right. It's unidentified flying objects. So we don't know what it is, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, so But when the Navy and the Pentagon says, well, we don't have anything like this in our inventory, and our our are- country is the most fucking advanced military, you know, um, complex in the world. Yeah. You know, and when when they say, Oh, we don't have anything like this, like what's what's the motive of that? And why now? So
1: do you think they're denying that they have
0: anything like that? it's possible it's so, absolutely possible so do you but think, what's the motive and is that truth and and why now you know
1: because it gained currency right because it gained currency and because more and more people on the inside start talking about it right it's it's and it's 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 not so dissimilar to um you know all the stuff jp sears is making fun of you right. know yeah totally it's it's totally. it all starts to well this is this is this is post-modernity Right, mm-hmm. this is what we live in. Right, mm-hmm. um, things that were once you know looked at as taboo, unacceptable, abnormal, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Like they've gained, they gained, they've gained clout and currency to the point to where now we have three hundred genders. Right, <laughs> you know, right, it's the right. same sort of. I right. think it's 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 of a piece.
0: Well, back to so just just back to the UFO thing. I think it's yeah. an interesting um, interesting topic because like that information was doxed. Until it became untenable for it to continue to be blacklisted by by mainstream news, yeah, you know. So that was a potential truth that we now give um, more attention and 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 credence to, sure, as being a possibility. I mean, back to COVID is like the lab leak theory. You know, like at the very beginning of the pandemic, lab leak theory was considered total conspiracy theory nonsense, and then information came out that made withholding that and suppressing that untenable. And then it had to be released. The information was there to begin with, but there was then more that came out that basically put the um, media and the government officials in a corner. You know? So, so my question is, why do we have to put them in a corner in order to get truths? To be revealed and accepted. Well, I mean, so. Because they tell us something
1: else. uh, Before that. But but, I mean, and and again, I'm firmly on the side that says that responsible government (laughs) involves lying to people, right? So, like. I don't know, <laughs> you know, this this could just be a fundamental disagreement yeah. between you and I, because absolutely. Yeah. And there are so many, let's, let's just, there's so many instances and so many cases where it's just, it's so critical that the populace doesn't know the truth, right? It's so important that people don't know the truth, right? Because people are like animals, right? And 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 not everybody can handle the truth. And we She's see that. Jack
0: Nicholson. It's just the truth though
1: <laughs> when you when you see when you see what happened again with like you know the columbine shooting and and what's happened to the fabric of our society since then mm-hmm. right the dissemination of that fact. and this goes back to Plato because this isn't just my idea mm-hmm. in the Republic mm-hmm. ten when when Socrates is imagining the perfect idealized city for which Machiavelli gave him so much credit right he was like this is just a pie in the sky you know mm-hmm. and machiavelli was even harsher obviously about like the Anything. governor's <laughs> the go- the, go- the government's role you know it's like against yeah. its po- against its populace right uh-huh. you know for for machiavelli obviously governance was was a very cruel and despotic thing right. right right and i don't agree with that but still like in in the republic which is like you know so different from, from Machiavelli's vision, which is, you know, real politique, right? Um, Socrates just notes that like, we need to ban the poets from the cities, right? We need to ban the rhapsodes and they're like, well, why is that? Socrates is like, well, look at them. They spin these stories, you know, these tragedies, and especially to the young men of age who like, who are going to be important It's important for us to get them involved in like, you know, either protecting the populace from itself law enforcement or, or military right you know mm-hmm. um when they hear these stories and these poems where there's some tragic heroes constantly beating his breast because of some foible or failure or another mm-hmm. right they become like him right and mm-hmm. they become they become you know so charged with taking their own you know their own personal sort
0: of you know victimization
1: victimization or 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 they're so upset over whatever happened and they harbor all these emotions and he says the poets are they're they're putting this information they're putting these ideas this tragedy out there into the public into the public conscious, consciousness and and it's getting it's getting to He's the, planting a seed in in the lower part of their souls, as right, you put it.
0: Right. And right. so
1: now the the
0: youth will imitate this. Mm-hmm. And, I can totally and they understand will become that. unfit. And I can totally see it. Yeah. And it's like you know it's it's just as relevant now as it was then. Mm-hmm. You know, and I totally. Yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah. You know? So,
1: Socrates was totally about censoring the poets. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, totally, he, was, he was so pro-censorship. against mm-hmm. the arts. He
0: also hated art, which mm-hmm. that's very sad. <laughs> you know? Well, but, but then <laughs> yeah. but it begs the question, like, okay, yeah. well, art is... You know, it's just an expression of, of like the human condition, yeah. you know. And, and tragedy as well, is as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I mean, if you go back mm-hmm. to the Buddha, like he understood that that suffering is universal. Like yeah. it's a universal truth, mm-hmm. you know. But the difference was that he presented a choice. He said, suffering is is a universal experience. Mm-hmm. It exists because of craving. And you can also make it a choice. You know, and yeah. you can choose to get out of it by doing this, this, and this. Sure. You know, so, so it's like, yeah, suffering is a universal experience, but, but then where from there, you know, and most people just take that suffering and they turn them into, turn it into victimization. Well, well, I and mean, it's the easiest thing to do, right? Exactly. And because it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessitate taking, taking responsibility, responsibility. taking ownership. Of course. You actually, you know? when you
1: identify with the tragic hero, right? You identify with your own tragedy, right? Right.
0: Yeah. But, but then also like in the hero's journey, there's, there's a transmutation of that, of that, like victim state, you know, and being a, being a subject of your environment and of your world and taking that bull by the horns, so to speak, and, and turning it into a wisdom, you know, with the death, there's the, there's the, the facing of the, you know the dragon in the cave, the death, and then the resurrection for sure. You know, and then the wisdom on the other side in the ordinary world again, right? For sure, yeah. L- like there is wisdom in that.
1: Yeah, Socrates wasn't. You know, I guess the uh, I don't know if Oedipus uh, the 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 sequel to Oedipus Tyrannus, but the Oedipus at Colonus. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was com- contemporaneous. I'm trying to. Agatha, mm. It was. Wow, I'm really blanking on who wrote Oedipus. This is embarrassing. Oh, yeah,
0: good too. I mean, this is this is where you need a, uh, my, 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 we need a producer to uh, look it up for it. Yeah, for my, us.
1: my my classics. It was Yeah. dude, it's like the most he was the most lauded, the most lauded Greek tragedian. Aeschylus or
0: Euripides or one of those guys. You know,
1: Aeschylus. Aeschylus did Aeschylus did the Oresteia. It was do, do 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 wow sophocles sophocles there it is okay yeah. sweet so of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways where were we so you were saying you were talking about the hero's journey yeah and so so that's the question and so and so and and even in 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 the republic too like like socrates thing was like hey like we need to we need to sing we need to tell them like stories that align with how we actually want them to be. So even more mm-hmm. subversive. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So yeah. so and and but his idea was to actually to create a really a well-functioning city,
0: right? Mm-hmm. A well-functioning right. society. Like a utopia? Yeah. That was his idea. You know what utopia means? Like if you actually break down the etymology. Let's hear it. it means nowhere. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> and <laughs> like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's impossible for it to exist because it's it this it's a fantasy. Well, you know? and so and so that's
1: that's why you know I think in part you know like there has to be some kind of you know give and take right between mm-hmm. between government and its and its populace between between governance and freedom between these things right right you right. know um,
0: yeah and and so okay so to take that an uh, example like last weekend in the UK in London mm-hmm. there was an absolutely massive protest mm-hmm. you know we're talking in the in the realm of hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. and it was not so much as a blip on the radio, radar of of media and they were protesting a bunch of different things and i guess i guess covid was among them mm-hmm. but why if it was it they said it was uh it was like the protest of a generation okay and it didn't get any, any traction on on the media. If it's one of the largest protests ever in London, don't you think there would be some kind of coverage of that?
1: So you think that was systematically censored?
0: Well, why? Why otherwise? You know, if it's, if, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people coming out to protest on the streets of London, don't you think that would be a story? I guess. In my, any case, my question is, where where are you getting your news from, George? I get it, not from CNN or from Fox News. No, no, I get get it. Associated Press, but like I I use independent independent journalism. But why would it be concealed? It's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I have I have plenty of uh, conjectures for answers, but I mean, I'd like to leave that open ended so people can think for themselves. Yeah, you know, and I think that's just one of the things to sort of in part from this talk that we're having is is to um, implore people or at least just to suggest thinking for yourself. And if you're listening to this, then I imagine you are at least somewhat of a free thinker. You know, you might just uh, know us or, <laughs> or somehow, you know, by uh, God's grace, you happen upon this podcast. But um, I really, I really just... Uh, Encourage people to go out and do their own digging instead of listening to what's, uh, what's being, um, you know, told and instructed on the boob tube, you know, For because sure. truth really is, there is objective truth. And I have started to have uh, just more happiness in my life and more peace when I've aligned myself with universal truth you know that things always change that there's always an ebb and flow that uh there's always polarity as a pendulum swings one way it must swing another way you know these are abstract concepts but they they apply to our mental habit patterns they they sure apply to our behavior you know like these things um you know they apply everywhere. Yeah. And so that's the lens that I view life with now and it's it's made so much more sense to me. Things don't exist simply in chaos anymore. You know, and maybe it's just a comforting thought, but it's also allowed me to see things in the future because I can I can understand trends. I can I can see how the pendulum swings one way, it must also swing the other way. You yeah. know. And so I guess it's just my my message in this is uh, is for people to seek universal truth because, you know, another one, another thing I like to say that I've heard so many times is uh, don't believe everything you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, right, I mean, from doing your own meditations these days, like yeah, yeah, you understand that the things that you think most of the time are not true.
1: Yeah, I think especially with reference to like how we tend to view ourselves too. Yeah, exactly. You are what you believe
0: yourself to be. You know, I I mean, I'm my own uh, prisoner of uh, my negative self-talk patterns and and mental um, habit patterns. Yeah. You know, I don't believe something is true. So therefore it's not true. Like that's my subjective reality. (laughs) But is that objective reality? No, no, I could be, I could be, uh, you know, uh, an idiot on the street or I could be, I mean maybe not royalty, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean I could be I could be a, a billionaire uh entrepreneur too. Yeah. You know, it's it's my belief that pigeonholes me in one place or another. You know? You think in terms of
1: your potential.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and and the caveat there for me is like what what action are you willing to take to
0: Right. 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 So yeah. much of it's based on belief and what, what we see ourselves um, you know what lens we see ourselves through in sure. in our little world of truth sure
1: and and then you know most people you know whether or not somebody also tells themselves you know some story about something you yeah. know it's a question of 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 whether or not they're they're willing to to take action and take a risk right yeah yeah so i think that's that's kind of my uh my my thing too it's like You know, you got to, you got to test, you got to test your, your belief, whether it's about yourself or whether it's about reality, by
0: Exactly. Exactly. And and that's, that's really all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, is, is don't believe not only your own thoughts, but also what is being handed down and passed down and told to you as truth. You know, we got, we got to take it all with a grain of salt because so much of what's going on in the world is illusion. Yeah. You know, it's bullshit and it's like magic spells yeah yeah you know if a magic spell is something as simple as you telling me something about the world about myself about you whatever and then i believe it yeah yeah you know and then from that belief i live my life for sure yeah no i'll
1: buy it i'm with it you take that for a dollar i'll take it for a dollar Cool. So should we wrap this thing up or what?
0: Well, I feel like this is going to be another one of those where this is the first edition of many. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have so much else to talk about in the realm of truth. Yeah. um, But I feel that I'll do some homework and, Uh, cite some some great references like you seem to do on Q. Uh, I don't know. You're definitely better at that. I mean, you you do have degrees in
1: philosophy and stuff, so. I don't even know. You know, know, I think, uh, yeah, interesting general discussion, man. We we, we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, dude, like, yeah, this topic is obviously incredibly
0: broad. And not conclusive by any stretch.
1: There's so, there's so, there's so, so much that we could talk about here too.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll save it for next time, but um, that's that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Cool. If you like this, please give us a like, uh, subscribe. We got more coming. We're doing just about one of these a week and feel free to share this podcast, uh, share your feedback. And if you have any other topics you'd love to hear us uh, wax poetic on,
1: yeah, engage, too. Just tell us what's up. You know, if you're listening, let us know. We'd like, we'd love to hear it. All right? Thanks so much. All right. I'm George. I'm James.
0: This is and Maja. And we out.
1: Later.